Good evening, everyone. This is John Burgos, and welcome to this evening's edition of the On the Ordinary Show. And it's going to be a fantastic show tonight with Nora Harold on the call today. Wow. Um, I had a session with her yesterday, and or spent some time with her yesterday, um, and she was bringing in messages from the Pleiadians, from Jeshua, from, from the fairies, um, and it was it was absolutely extraordinary because I've worked with a lot of channels before, and this is actually the first time that I've had the visceral experience of those energies actually coming in as a presence and felt them through my body, felt them ignite my heart. Oh, my God, when Jeshua came in, I can feel the light being dimmed down enough so that I could receive the message because if he showed up in his full capacity, I don't, you know, I'd probably be drooling and pass out on the floor. Um, it's, it was just absolutely amazing. And, and I don't know if that's going to be y'all's experience tonight or not, but based on my experience, it's absolutely phenomenal. And the wisdom and the messages that are coming through um, are so relevant for what's going on right now, for our expansion, our ascension, our stepping into the love that's waiting for us to receive it. Um, and Nora's going to lead us there. She's going to share with us um, some fantastic information that you're going to want to um, hang out for for the duration of the call. Um, Nora's going to, you know, she's going to talk to us about how to access our creator identity, uh, connect with our guides, angel helpers, and other beings, uh, deactivate implants and activate our advanced operating system. And we'll, we'll transverse in and out of these things, but we're also going to hold space for other information to come in that's totally appropriate and congruent for, for this audience here this evening. So, again, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Nora's also open to taking live calls and questions. Uh, we have a ton of questions already on the webcast page, but for anyone that still wants to ask their questions, there's still time, type it onto the webcast page. Or if you've called in on the phone line, you actually can ask your question live. And to do that, if you look in the email that we sent over, it has the telephone number, the conference code number, and once you're on the line, all you have to do is press star two. It will raise your hand to show me that you want to ask your question live. Um, and with that, Nora, is this your first telephone? Hi, John. Hi, everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is my this is my first telesummit. It's not it's not my first teleconference. It's not my first radio appearance, but it's my first telesummit. Yes, dun 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 dun. dun. So this is, yeah. <laughs> so oh, oh, by the way, Nora's funny too. By the way, uh, so this is Nora's first telesummit. So for any of y'all who are not familiar with her, um, let me tell you a little bit about her. Um, in 1990, Nora picked up her first deck of tarot cards after a reader suggested to her that she might benefit from them. Uh, and this actually confirmed the desire that she had felt since childhood for a desire to reach beyond the physical and to reach into other realms, to experience a connection. And so she began working with the deck on a daily basis, diving into the tarot, the imagery, and the feelings provoked by those images. And then soon after that, she started reading for her friends, and she deepened her connection with um with divination and those abilities. Um, now, in 1996, she sat down one night with the intention to channel, and within a matter of minutes, she established a direct contact with her guides, Miranda. Um, he brought with him an energy of love so great that she felt her heart open as she heard his words, we're always with you, always loving you. 
nor then experience a tremendous awakening. She began to have past life memories and began to feel consciously direct energy through her pants. Nora began working as a channel and a healer full-time and loved being able to help others experience the unconditional love that's available to them from their guides. In 2007, she began to access information specific to the integration of the fifth-dimensional identity and the re-ascension process that has incorporated that information into her work. Um, and with that, I want to introduce to the Telesummit world, Nora Harold. Nora, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, John, and thank you, everyone who's tuning in tonight. I'm very happy and excited and grateful to be here with all of you. That's wonderful. And, Nora, I want to get into um, the energies that you channel. And one of the energies that you bring in are the Pleiadians. And there's yes. a lot of talk about the Pleiadians, and some people have an understanding and other people have a vague understanding of what this energy is. Can you give us a little background as to what your experience is with the Pleiadians? Absolutely. Sure. So back in 1996, when I ha established direct contact with my guide, Mirando, um, what happened very quickly afterwards was I began to expand my connections. And during that period of time, I came across Barbara Marciniak's book, Bringers of the Dawn. Barbara Marciniak is a Pleiadian channel. And as I, even as I touched the book, I could feel very strong connection with the Pleiadian energy. And I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> so, you know, I was, I was fully enamored of the Pleiadian energy without yet even knowing what it was. It just felt incredibly right in my body, even coming in contact with her work. And as I read Bringers of the Dawn, I began to recognize my own direct connection with the Pleiadians. So there are a lot of different Pleiadian collectives and energies currently working with all of us on planet Earth. It's not like there's one Pleiadian voice that is coming through every single channel who works with the Pleiadians, just like there's not one earthly voice here. There are many of us here incarnate right now. The Pleiadians have a much longer and richer galactic history than we do here on planet Earth. Here on Earth, we're, we're fairly young when it comes to galactic history. So the beings that I connect with, who I refer to as the Pleiadian Collective, are a 12th dimensional uh, group of beings who are tied to our journey here on planet Earth for a number of reasons. One, they were one of the groups who helped to seed and create life on planet Earth. So they donated their genetic material and information here on planet Earth um, to many of us who are incarnate here on Earth at this time have also incarnated on the Pleiades star system. So we've been physical beings in the Pleiades and then we've been light beings. So the beings that I work with are light beings. So you could call them ascended masters. You could refer to them as holding an angelic state. We also call them extraterrestrial. There are a lot of different names that we use. You know, I find language on our, on our world to be both extremely helpful and then also very limiting at times because we create definitions and then attach beliefs based on those definitions. Uh, greetings, John and everyone else. This is the Pleiadian Collective here. 
you know, we wanted to come in right now directly, and we'll give you Nora back in just a moment, because the best way for you all to understand who we are is to hear, hear it from us directly. So Nora is sharing with you her own experience of the Pleiadians, which is she feels she is in part Pleiadian, which she is genetically. She has had experiences on the Pleiades star system. She has been altered genetically in this lifetime and uh, turned on, so to speak. She was turned on at a young age so she could begin to access her Pleiadian identity, and that's just one of her identities. So none of you are just Pleiadian, just angelic, just fairy, just elf, just Arcturian, just Cassiopeian, etc. The list is endless. You all are really everything because we all in this universe are source energy. That's the truth of our identity. You'll notice in her bio, in Nora's bio, she talks about the reascension process. And we've given that term, reascension, because the truth is you're already ascended beings. You've already been there. You've already been to that highest place you can possibly be in this universe. So you're not doing something for the first time here when it comes to ascension. Now, there are things that are happening on planet Earth that have never happened in this universe before, and that's incredibly exciting. But accessing a fifth-dimensional identity, well, that's something you all are experts at already. Do you have other questions for us specifically, John, about who we are, our identity, and our interaction with all of you on Earth? Well, the, about the interaction, yes. It's, it's who are we in relation because it's – I. we had a discussion. You came in – the Pleiadian energy came in yesterday. It was so beautiful. And we connected – you know, I connected to a part of me that was part Pleiadian also. What does our galactic history – what does the history that we carry from the start – systems, um, how is it relevant to our experience right now that we're having on Earth? That is a fantastic question, John. So the short answer when you ask who are we to you there on Earth, well, we're family. Take a breath, all of you tuning in, and open up your hearts as you breathe here and feel your connection to all that exists in the universe. Recognize yourselves right now as the universal beings of love and light you truly are. Own your galactic identity in this moment. So give yourself access, begin to give yourself access to that history if this is the first time you're imagining this or remembering this. Some of you who are tuning in have done this many times before, already remembered your galactic identities. But there are a few of you listening right now who are just opening up to this understanding that when you look at your lifetimes, your other lifetimes, your quote-unquote past lifetimes, and we put that in quotation marks because truly those lifetimes are happening concurrently. You're just playing a game of linear time there in the third dimension. So those past lives look to you as if and feel to you as if they've happened long ago or before this incarnation, but truly it's all happening now. So every single one of you tuning in have aspects of yourselves that are many other things right now playing out many different kinds of stories. One of the stories we played out a very long time ago 
was during a period of time called the Orion Wars. So the Orion Wars in in this universe was that period of time was the most difficult, the most challenging. It was the darkest period of time that existed in this universe where there were many different ET races vying for technology, uh, universal real estate, property, and there were uh, many battles that happened over centuries. So that's, that's one of our engagements with all of you, and that's one of the things we want to draw your attention to right now. All of the conflict you have playing out on Earth right now, all of your wars, all of the greed, all of the fear, all of the control mechanisms, the enslavement game, all of it, there's a remnant of what occurred during the Orion Wars. Take a breath, all of you. And one of the reasons you're here right now on Earth is because you're remembering your sovereign identity, you're transcending your limitations and your fears so you can resolve those conflicts within yourselves, with the people around you, country to country, continent to continent, etc. And as you do that, as you find this resolution, you transmit that resolution to these other aspects of yourselves that are at war in and around the Orion star system. And as that resolution is transmitted, you bring an end to all of that conflict and open yourselves up to a whole new understanding of this universe. This universe was not created as the dualistic system you find yourselves in right now. So we're here in large part to help you transcend duality, find your state of oneness, so we can all come together and co-create a new structure in this universe. Oh, that's beautiful. So, you know, there's been lots of talk, and a lot of us have been feeling the shift into the fifth dimension, um, into the shift of energy where it's lighter, where we're allowing more love, and where we're resolving you know, what we'd call, you know, what some would label karmic issues that we've had from um, from other plays that were being played out. Um, what from your experience, what from your um, explanation is the biggest difference between the 3D and the 5D and how do we facilitate that, facilitate that transition with greater ease? Well, the biggest difference between a third-dimensional reality and a fifth-dimensional reality is in the third dimension, you firmly believe that you are isolated, that you are separate. So you take on these individuated forms, these physical forms. You're separate from one another. You're separate from your couches. You're separate from your animals. You're separate in many, many ways. You're separate within yourselves. So within your own operating system on the third dimension, you have a mental body, you have an emotional body, you have an energetic body, you have a physical body, you have all this separation going on within yourself. You can all feel that, right? How your mental body will be doing one thing, your emotional body will be doing something else, so you'll be having feelings about one thing and thoughts about something else, and meanwhile, you'll be driving your car, and that has nothing to do with what it is you're thinking and feeling about. All right. In the fifth dimension, you hold, first, a state of oneness within your vibratory rate. So you are always in the same place at the same time. Secondly, within the fifth dimensional 
structure and sphere, you understand that wool is one. So you understand it in a visceral way. Right now you're beginning to understand that truth on your world in a mental way, in an emotional way, in an energetic way. You haven't yet fully been able to understand that truth physically in your own body. So that's what's going to happen as you shift. And, and we want to talk about our perspective of your shift because it's not just that you're shifting from the third to the fifth dimension. That's a classic ascension process. And that, again, you've all done before. What you're doing is you're integrating the energies of your fifth dimensional identity or your higher self. We use those terms interchangeably with all of you. You're integrating the, those energies into your third dimensional chakra systems. So you're not going up and out to a higher plane. You're bringing that higher vibrational energy down through your chakra system, at least that's the image you can use. The truth is, you're already your higher selves. But you're hiding, right? You're hiding that truth from yourselves within your chakra systems, and the hiding happens because of trauma. Because of both trauma and your third-dimensional mental body. So your third-dimensional mental bodies were set up to filter out any and all information that prevented you from accessing a fifth-dimensional understanding, all right? So it's many times why you'll start to have bigger, extraordinary experiences emotionally and energetically, and then you start to, to plot out within your mental body what's happening. You try to understand stand it mentally, and suddenly everything shuts down. You've, all, you've probably had that experience yourself, John. You've all had that. We know you've all had that. So what's happening for you now is you've got to, you've got to erase the notion that your mental body or that your mind is the computer, is the, the brains of your operating system, so to speak, and instead allow your heart center to be the computer, to be your center of operations. Because the heart is not going to limit. So as you begin to drop into your heart center and open up here, well, that then allows you suddenly all of this access to all of these unresolved traumas you've got sitting inside of your third dimensional chakra system right now relating to both this life, lifetime but primarily other incarnations. And as you begin to clear up all of these traumas within your chakra systems, and all of you are doing this both consciously and then unconsciously, you're all creating in your day-to-day -day realities right now issues, dramas, conflicts, difficulties, experiences, to put your attention on these traumas so you can tend to those, we'll say, blockages in your chakra system, although we really don't like that word, but it helps you understand what we're talking about. So you can begin to tend to those areas of concern in your chakra system that are preventing your chakra itself from accessing the full truth of itself as a fifth dimensional being. Are you with us here? Yes. We're asking everyone who's tuning in, have you all have you all take a breath here. We're giving a lot of information. We're giving a lot of information very quickly. We know we jumped right in and kind of took the microphone from Nora, so to speak, as she was sharing. But we are really excited about the opportunity to engage with all of you. It's important that you remember to breathe as you take in this kind of information. And it's also important for you to understand that as we engage with you, 
in this way. It's not just a verbal exchange. There's also an energetic transmission that's occurring right now. Some of you can, all of you can, if you choose to just feel that occurring in your bodies. Because we're not just sitting in Nora's house with her coming through her body. We are directly connecting with every single one of you right now. We are right here with each one of you. And you can very easily now, through your heart center, inhale and exhale gently and begin to really feel our presence and our love. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Wow, guys, breathe into that. So as we keep opening to this love, and I, I want to expand on this, and then I actually guide us to take questions here in a second. Um, but this question always comes up, and it, it tends to linger in the field. Um, and I don't want to spend too much time giving it too much energy, but I, we, I'd love your perspective on it. Um, people also talk that there's energies that are extremely invested in us not reascending from the 3D into the 5D. And, you know, what's what information do you have on that? What's your experience with that? Well, that's a fantastic question, John, and we're glad that you asked it. This is the Pleiadians again. Um, yes, they're being invested in keeping things as they are because you all have been a wonderful buffet of fear. <laughs> and these beings feed off of fear. So that empowers these beings, and they'd like to keep you all in your fearful state. But here's the great news. At the end of 2012, your contracts with these beings expired. All right, so none of you are victims. It's not like these beings just came in on their own and took over. That's not the way this universe works. All of your reality is a co-creation. It's all collective created experience. So if any of you are playing the victim in any moment in time, it's because your higher self has deemed that it's appropriate for you to have this experience and have this exercise. Sure, why not? I'll pretend to be the victim right now because I'll learn a lot by being the victim, and I need to have that better understanding because it will broaden my experience of empathy and compassion. All right, so... You have these contracts with these other beings. You call them the Anunnaki, you call them the Illuminati, the Reptilians. There are many different names and beings. And yes, you, you played out the enslavement game on planet Earth for a very long time. Yes, you were an enslaved species. Yes, this is true. At the end of 2012, those enslavement contracts expired. So you began to work with that truth mentally, energetically, not yet really emotionally or physically. The emotional work then came along another year or two afterwards. Then on this past summer solstice, you all received a transmission of energy and information that deactivated any and all remaining enslavement implants and programs you were holding in your first chakras enabling you to access for the first time in a very long time on this world your 
sovereign state in a physical and visceral way. So it doesn't matter any longer that there are beings who still might want to try to keep you where you're at. They no longer have the power to be able to do that because you are all more empowered now. It's very important that you all remember this because things happen like election cycles, your politics, all right? So a lot of you have gone into, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to get involved because the game is rigged. There are other beings controlling the show. So what's the point of me being active and activating and operating as a free being or making a decision or expressing my free will? What's the point? Because I'm a slave. Well, the truth is you're not anymore. Now that is the point. It is time for all of you to physically actualize as the sovereign universal beings of love and light you are as free beings. It's fantastic. Feel that in your bodies, all of you. Feel your freedom right now. Feel the truth that you are no longer enslaved, which also means you are no longer going to try to enslave anyone around you, and that has been a byproduct of being an enslaved species. That is why enslavement has been such a big issue on your world. Because once you're a slave, all you want to do is try to dominate another to feel your power. Once you're free of that game, you can begin to create in a whole different way. Oh, that's so fantastic. But something that comes up for me in this is like, okay, we've, we've been relinquished of those contracts and they're done and we're more empowered now. But a lot of us stay in our mind. We stay in fear and we stay in judgment. And that's a form of self-enslavement. How do we get out of those patterns? And I, and I know yes. tapping into the heart, right? Part of it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So there's a process you can run. All right. So first, it's just let yourself feel whatever it is you need to feel. Feel it. Stop judging any of your emotions. Stop, stop framing them as positive and negative. Instead, see everything simply as a sensation and experience you're having. All right. So let yourself feel whatever it is you need to feel. And then while you're feeling what it is you're feeling, also observe yourself in your feeling state. All right, so what we're talking about now is the blending of the third and the fifth dimensional identities, and that's what's occurring on your world. So the ego version of you is still going to feel, still going to feel all the feelings that are available to you to feel, and what an amazing, endless supply of feeling experiences you get to have on planet Earth. Yeah, this is Nora. Let me chime in here on this one. I was watching a TV show a few years ago where one of the characters was on the floor sobbing because of this experience that she was having, this heartbreaking experience. And I remember thinking to myself in that moment, oh, I don't think I'm ever going to feel that again in this lifetime. And I felt disappointed. Because the emotional range we get to experience here is, it's huge. And on some level, it's really fun. A part of us is completely enjoying being the lump on the floor crying our eyes out. 
Now, of course, in my feeling disappointed that I might never get to feel that again, I then created a situation where I absolutely got to experience <laughs> that kind of grief and despair again. And I knew as I was experiencing it that I had created it completely by my own hand because I had been disappointed that I might not get to feel that again as Nora. Uh, this is the play audience here. So Nora's just giving you some real grounded information here on how this all works. Really let yourself feel what it is you need to feel and then observe yourself feeling. All right, so it's you're feeling angry. You know, you can feel that boiling inside of you and then engage your ability to observe your anger. The, the version of you that's observing is the higher self, the fifth dimensional identity. But the observing doesn't happen outside of your body. It's not like this... There's this version of you sitting above observing. It is the fifth dimensional version of you integrated already into your chakra system. So that version of you isn't feeling the feeling the way the third dimensional version is. So suddenly the third dimensional version of you will find yourself easing in a bit, just easing up a bit on the feeling state while still feeling it, because the fifth-dimensional version of you is holding a space of unconditional love and non-judgment for the version of you, the third-dimensional version, that's still running trauma. And as you interact within yourself in this way, as you tend to yourselves in this way, you suddenly clear trauma in a very deep way. It no longer exists within your chakra system. And then... Suddenly, your fifth dimensional identity has more access to your lower chakra system. So this is to answer that question, John. Then it's much easier to take action because you're no longer holding the trauma that triggers the fear that causes you to shut down. Wow. It, and what this is actually taking me to, and it's this is so amazing. This is absolutely so beautiful. Because when we have the perspective to do this and when we're armed with this knowing, guys, this is important to everyone, you come back and listen to the replay. You have to. This is just absolutely amazing. This is really an aspect of the self-love that we've all been searching for when we give yes. ourselves the space of not judgment. Yes. Yes. This is Nora. Yes. And, and how empowering is that? I mean, that's like the key to opening up everything that we've been looking for from that love perspective. When yes. we thought other people weren't showing up for us, it's we weren't really showing up for ourselves. Exactly. We weren't giving yes. us a space, right? Yes, absolutely, yes, yes. Because everyone around us is simply reflecting back to us, this is Nora here, how it is we're operating with ourselves, always. That's wow. always what our field is showing us, is how we are in relationship with ourselves, always. You know, so for me, when I started channeling, this, I think this is important, you know, I started channeling when I was in a very dark and depressed place. Uh, felt like my world was ending. I was 28 years old. So it was during my, or 29, 1996, 29. Um, it was during my first Saturn return. So if you know anything about astrology, for those of you who are listening, the Saturn returns are extremely transformative. <laughs> That's the beautiful, gentle way of describing something that, you know, really kicks our but, and that my first Saturn return did knock me on my ass. Um, and in that moment of darkness, as I reached for my guide, what I felt from that being who's not, okay, so Mirando, 
my my spirit guide who I met at the time, who I worked with exclusively for for a while there, and then began to invite other beings in, he expressed such love to and for me. It was not anything I had ever felt before as Nora. Not from my parents, not from my lovers, not from my friends. This was pure, unconditional love. And it cracked something open in me that helped me understand how I could begin to be with myself. And it's been a long journey. You know, I'm I'm 48 years old now, so I was 19 years ago, that experience. And I'm still working on self-love and being in deeper relationship with myself. Uh, this is the Pleiadians here. Absolutely, you are all works in progress. And you are never too slow. You're never slow. You're never de- delayed. You're never doing anything wrong here. It's so, and, and I'd love to add that we're not just works in progress, but that we're masterpieces of works of art in progress. Yes, um, that's so beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. And what, what you encapsulate there when you say that is you're acknowledging that, and it's all just a game. It's all just a show. The truth is we are already ascended masters. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. So would you guys be okay if we started opening up the phone lines for some live questions? Yes, we all would be okay with that. <laughs> okay, fantastic. So, guys, get ready. It's, there's a ton of people on the call, lots of people, their hands raised already. I still want to take more callers because we want to follow the energy. So anyone who called in late, if you're on the phone, you can press star 2 on your phone. It will raise your hand, um, and we'll get to as many questions as we can. And, of course, you can still type your question into the webcast page um, because we did have a special for um, for nurse community to, to get um, – advanced seating and advanced placement for those questions, and we want to honor that as well. Um, But I'm guided to take um, a live question from the audience first, and the first live caller I want to take is a caller from Portland, Oregon, uh, telephone number ending in 6470. Portland, are you there? I'm here. Hi, this is Claire. Hi. I'm sorry. Hi, Claire. Hi, Nora. Hi, Don. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What's your question for Nora? Um... There's been so much incredible information. I, I'm kind of speechless, actually. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> I'm so fascinated by all of it. It's amazing. Um, I have actually been looking for a clarity and insight in terms of moving forward in my own life, and um, I'm just wondering if there's any um, input from you about that in terms of a All right, Claire. Claire, this is the Pleiadians' greetings. Yes. Take, a, take a breath here, and we want to work with you directly here. So we want you to think about moving forward. Think about moving forward, all right, and whatever that is. In, in all the areas you want to move forward, we can see that there are multiple <laughs> avenues that you'd like to explore, all right? So let yourself really just think about that, and now take a big breath. Inhale and exhale into your body, and tell us, what do you notice in your body right now? Oh, it's fear. All right, where? Where do you feel it? Stay with your body. Don't get in your head. Really go into your body here. Where Solar do you feel plexus. your fear? Excellent. Fantastic. Don't judge your fear. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge your fear. Feel your fear fully right now, Claire, without judgment. Yes, all of you get over worrying about being afraid. You all still have fears. To be able to move through them, you've got to give yourself permission 
to access these incredibly vulnerable aspects of yourselves that are traumatized and terrified. So Claire, breathe into your third chakra right now and really just open up and feel both your fear, feel how you, how you run your fear in your body and also feel your beauty. And we're working with you energetically directly right now. So just tell us if you're aware of a shift occurring in your body. Yeah, for a minute I was feeling a little nauseous with the fear part, and now it feels better. It feels lighter. Yeah. Say, I feel lighter. I feel lighter. I. That's right. Not it. So we're going to talk about ownership here. This is a hard one for all of you. You'll often do that. You'll depersonalize all of you. You'll say, oh, it feels hard. It feels difficult. It. What's it? Then you're creating some of the being outside of you called it. <laughs> and then you've got to deal with that being's issues as well as your own. So, yes, I feel lighter. I feel afraid. All of you get really used to doing this with yourselves and really work on relanguaging within yourself. Maybe you'll have a friend or a partner that you can work on with this. Yeah, this is Nora. I'll just share with you. John and I went through a process of relanguaging one summer yeah. with each other where we drove John, – I'm sorry, John, my partner, my husband, is named John. So <laughs> not uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> we went through a process where we really were on each other 24-7. We would not let each other take a misstep. You know, any time I would say, oh, it hurt. No, who's it? What – it, so it can really, it's really important to, uh, this is the plan answer, it's really important to take ownership of your fears, of all of it. I, I'm afraid. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm angry. I'm sad. Oh, fantastic. Right. This is me. I'm choosing it. Look at that. I'm afraid because something in me is choosing to feel afraid. All right. I'm not going to yell at that aspect of me. A lot of you want to do that. You want to yell at yourselves into happiness. That doesn't work. You want to yell at yourselves into bravery. That doesn't work. You've got to be more gentle and loving with yourself. So, Claire, continue to be incredibly gentle and loving with yourself. And then watch for the openings that okay. manifest. Watch for the openings that manifest in front of you. It will look as if they are happening on their own, but it will be a direct result of you working this way within yourself. And then suddenly you're not having to plan and push yourself. You're just in a state of allowing and flowing. I understand. Thank you very, very much, both of you. Thank you, uh, Thank Claire. you for your call. Awesome. All right. Let's take a question uh, that's come in. And there's um, – actually, this is a great question. This came in from Lori in Boston. And Lori writes, Nora, I'm wondering if there's any practical advice for those of us who are attempting to raise a vibration and connect with either beings in spirit or in other dimensions. Um, she writes, I realize it can take years to be able to develop the ability to receive and relay healing messages, but I'm curious if there are any processes to assist with this desire. All right. This is this is the Pleiadians here, so we'll handle this for Lori. Uh, but there are other beings contributing as well. You should know that. So, yeah, this is Nora. So because I work with so many beings, I'm very aware when other beings start to breathe in and out of the transmission. So what I'm aware of right now is there is a huge group of beings comprised of 
all of your guides, everyone who's tuning in and listening, Yeshua, the fairies, the Pleiadians, the Lyrans and the Lemurians are present. The Archangel Michael is present. And then there are other beings that I can feel on the fringes whose identities I'm not really clear on, and they're here observing. They're learning. All right, this is the Pleiadians here. So what Nora just did there very quickly was showed you a bit of how her operating system works. She just pays attention. It is not difficult, nor should it be difficult, for any of you to connect with your guides, your angelic helpers, all of those beings who are existing in a higher vibrational state. It is your birthright to establish that kind of connection. And now with the deactivation of your enslavement implants, it's much, much easier for all of you to connect. The way through is to just first breathe. And as you breathe, to just notice how you're feeling as you breathe. So that's the first thing you want to do is tend to yourself, all right? So you can do something similar to what Claire just did, or you can just breathe and notice and continue to breathe. And suddenly you'll find yourself then in a much more peaceful and open state. And then you want to really put your attention on your heart center. And as you inhale and exhale, you want to inhale into your heart and magnify the light of your heart. And as you exhale, you're going to send that magnification of light and energy through your entire chakra system. So with every inhalation of breath, you brighten within your heart center. And with every exhalation, you're going to feel that light moving throughout your chakra system, so much so that you begin to feel a bit like the light is expanding out now beyond your physical body. So this is where you begin to work energetically. Suddenly you're in your own energetic field. Then start to notice how you feel, what you feel in the space around you using your energetic body because your guides, your angelic helpers, the collectives you all work with, we're always with you. We're never, we're never absent. So as you engage and activate in this way internally and expand, your energetic body is going to easily then recognize the being's presence. So just ask yourself, all right, who's here? Who's with me right now? And then pay attention to what pops into your head and don't judge it, deny it, Tell yourself you're foolish. Tell yourself you're making it up. Don't do any of those things. In fact, anytime you do those things, and you'll all do those things, give your mental body a cookie. Go ask it to sit in the corner and enjoy its cookie, its treat, its snack, whatever it is. Breathe into your heart center again and ask your heart center, well, who's that? Oh, that's the Archangel Gabriel. Look at that. I didn't know I had a connection with the Archangel Gabriel, you might tell yourself, but if Gabriel popped into your consciousness, well, that's not an accident. So you begin to work in this way, in familiarizing yourself with the beings. And then, as you familiarize yourself, you want to pay attention to, well, how did I know that was Gabriel? Did I see Gabriel? Did I have a flash of light there? Oh, okay, I'm interpreting my information visually. Did I hear a voice that said, this is Gabriel? I see, I'm hearing my connection with my guides. Did I feel somehow that it was Gabriel? Oh, I'm, see, I'm 
sensitive in that way where I feel my information? Or did I know it was Gabriel? Was that a sense of knowing? And as you begin to understand your own internal operating system, the way you interpret information, then you'll be able to more easily connect up, call upon those connections whenever you need them, ask for guidance, ask for help, and relay the messages. That's wonderful. That's such a great process to do that with. And and one thing that really helped me also, because I had big judgment around it, and it's I connect to other energies, and there's a higher self, and I have a very strong connection to Jeshua, to Jesus. Um, and at first it's like, well, I don't know about this. And you kind of get into that mentality. It's like, well, who am I to connect with this energy? Um, yeah. But after a while it's just undeniable, right? Yes. Yes, and, and that's the thing to pay attention to. This is Nora here. Pay attention to the amount of love you're feeling in your body. Pay attention to the signs that come at you then over the next few days, to the experiences you're having. Because it's not like you sit down, you consciously connect with your guide, right, and then you turn the connection off, like turning the TV off, and then you go back into your life. No. That connection is always there. It's always constant. So you're going to start, once you put your consciousness on receiving from these beings and interacting more directly with these beings, you're going to find yourself receiving information from them when you didn't realize your consciousness was directed on that. And then suddenly you realize, a lot of you, oh, that's that voice I was hearing. Like, I used to hear my name being called. I, I used to hear my name being called all the time throughout my whole life, right? I, I, I was waitressing when I started channeling. I remember one night I was in the kitchen, and I, I just, I heard my name, and I turned around, and I said, what? You know, and like five people looked at me and said, what? <laughs> Nobody had said my name, you know, and, and it wasn't until I started channeling that I realized, oh, well, that, that was Mirando. That was my guide saying my name. So notice those kinds of things as well. Are you seeing flashes of light out of the corners of your eye? Okay, that's not an optical illusion. <laughs> you know, that's you transcending the limitations of your mental body and beginning to access information and have a sensory experience in a different way. Wow. And, and it's, and again, and we all have access to it, which is so beautiful. Um, and it makes sense. And it's such a great question because as you guys work on it, it's, it's interesting for me, Nora, because we ask these questions not because um, it doesn't come, oh, is it possible anymore? It's like, oh, we know it's possible. How do I refine it? So the yes. shift that has happened over the last few years, it's such a beautiful indication on where we're heading as a, con as a consciousness in humanity. It's so beautiful what we're stepping into. It's fantastic. I agree. Uh, this is it's the Pleiadian. So there's, there's, there's one other thing here that we want to say to all of you. You do not have to leave your bodies to establish contact. And, in fact, we recommend that you do not try to go up and out of your bodies to meet your guides. You do not have to do that. Stay firmly planted and grounded within your bodies and experience contact and connection from exactly where you're at. You have, to, you have to do very little now when it comes to raising your vibration 
to maintain, to establish and maintain that connection. Yes, this is Nora, and that's very different from when I first started channeling. When I when I started channeling, yes, I had to work at, and I could only maintain the connection for a few minutes, and then you know I would go unconscious or whatever. You know, it was I'd be exhausted sometimes after channeling. Now I'm just always energized. And that was part of my thing also. I, I, it, it was so easy for me to go up and out, um, and that's not necessary more. So it's practice, it's grounding in, and, and you give some wonderful, um, wonderful applications for that and awareness around it, which is it's it's so helpful because again, it doesn't have to be hard work. Um, Nor, I had a great question, and, and I want to get into this question because it's really important as far as what's going on. And, and Ali, the audience today is just so phenomenal. I love it. Ali from Los Angeles wrote in, and again, this is so relevant, um, I feel things are changing around me and inside me energetically in this ascension process, and as a result, I'm not as satisfied as I used to be, and she's saying we're for business, but, you know, fill in yeah. the blank, guys, whoever's listening, yeah. what are you not as satisfied in, right? And I feel like my business is in the process of transitioning as well to what I'm not sure, wondering if the guides have any message for me about how to maintain and grow I've heard it's a level of income as I go through this transition. And for income, it's so funny because for me, income also translates to love. Love is a, yes. like money is an energy of love. So, again, everyone yes. listening, really put yourselves in those shoes and apply it to your situation. Yes, this is the Pleiadians. And you have a lot of fear, all of you, when it comes to money. You have a belief, all of you, that if you really shift, follow your hearts, follow your dreams, and operate as the beings of service that you are. And that is primary for all of you. You are all here in service to yourselves and in service to collective humanity, all of you. But your pro what your programs tell you is if you operate that way, well, you're not going to be able to access wealth and prosperity. Now, a lot of that is because the examples you've had in your other lifetime experiences as beings of service meant. You were the monk, the priest, the nun, the counselor to the king, the priestess, on the, the whatever, the healer, and you didn't have real access to wealth. That was the story you were playing out at the time. The game has changed. You're all operating as creator beings. So the first thing for you to do here, Ali, is to remind yourself that the income stream that you've drawn in isn't coming from your work. It's coming to you because that's what you have decided to give yourself. It's yours. It's your creation. It's not your work that makes the money. It's you that says, ah, I am deserving. I feel deserving of this amount of unconditional love and energy in my life right now. So I'm going to really feel into that, my deservability, and I'll give myself a package then. So I don't think I'm crazy because you've been living in the third dimension, so you had to give yourself packages so you could understand the love as it was coming in. Okay, but it's not the job that got you the money. It's the, or the love or the fame or the success or any of it. It's, it's all of you as creative beings saying to yourself, ah, this is what I want to experience right now, all right? This is what I'm going to give myself. Now, one of the things that's got to change for all of you is you've got to take your attention off of money and put your attention on the experiences you're desiring to have. And by experiences, we mean 
do you want to experience freedom, safety, security, joy, passion, etc.? Really get in touch with those energy states, those vibrations and those frequencies. All right, so we're going to talk for a minute here about the difference between emotions and frequency states. So your third dimensional operating system, which was running Law of Attraction, back before 2012, right, that version of you. So think about this. You're not just having a life. Remember that. <laughs> you are integrating your fifth dimensional identities rewiring your entire operating system, creating a whole new version of you with all new and different technologies. So the version of you that came before the winter solstice of 2012 ran Law of Attraction. Law of Attraction was not the mental process. It was not, I think it, I created. Law of Attraction was and is. I feel it, I am it, and I experience it. All right? So... That's why a lot of you would think to yourselves, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, but you would feel lack, fear, or you would feel not good enough, whatever it was you were feeling, so you wouldn't manifest the big bank account, right? Because your mental body is not, it's not the creative part of you. It was your emotional body that was causing you to create your reality, right? Now, you're able to access frequency and vibratory rates as creationary tools, as a fifth-dimensional being, while still at the same time running your third-dimensional operating system based on emotions. Both are happening at once for all of you. So you want to tune in right now to the difference between emotion and frequency, and let's choose joy, all right? So let's have you all breathe into the emotion of joy in your bodies. And the best way to do that is to think about something in your life that really makes you happy, that triggers that feeling of joy, that puts a big smile on your face. Just really access that right now and feel that joy in your body. And that feeling of joy is the emotion itself of joy is probably going to feel kind of big and solid and dense because that's how emotions are experienced by all of you as big and solid and dense. All right. Now, Take a breath, breathe into your fifth dimensional identity, which is running through your third dimensional chakra system already, and you have a fifth dimensional chakra system as well that sits in your energetic body and then also throughout your physicality, your physical expression as well, just like the third chakra system does. So begin to breathe into your fifth dimensional chakra system and access the frequency, the vibration of joy. It's going to feel lighter than the emotion did, but just as powerful. In fact, it will feel more focused, more laser-like, and you can begin to see, if you could hold this state at all times, how it would be possible for you to suddenly, instantaneously manifest experiences for yourself that would allow you to stay in this continued vibration. This is where you're headed in your manifestation process, all of you. So we're also describing here, going way back to a question you asked early on, John, about that difference between the third and the fifth dimensions. 
In the 3D reality, you manifest off of emotion. In 5D reality, you manifest using vibration and frequency. Right now, you're manifesting from a combination of those two operating systems. So you're flipping back and forth between your third and fifth dimensional operating systems. That makes a lot of sense, and that's what we're integrating, and that's why we feel some of the pushback as we dust off the cobwebs from that 3D perspective and integrate into the 5D. And so in that, there's a little turbulence, if you will, as we yeah. go into the new energies, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, physical change, and physical changes. Uh, this is the Pleiadians. You all, as you're shifting here, you are also shifting from carbon-based life form to silicon-based life form, to crystalline-based life form, all right? So all of you have manifested these incredible <laughs> experiences in your physical bodies as a result of this shift. We'd like mm -hmm. you to think about the idea of um, uh, shapeshifters, but not the classic werewolf interpretation of a shapeshifter. Instead, think about an energetic being that has the ability to shift and take any kind of form. When we say you're shifting from carbon-based to crystalline-based, you always go to this image of a hard crystal and you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to be hard like a crystal. No. You'll have crystalline technology that is fluid. You will be more like water is the best thing we can give you, although that's not really accurate. You can take physical form and you will, and you can just as easily simply express yourself as a light being. But you will take physical form quite often because there are experiences you can have while holding a physical manifestation that you can't have while you're just floating in the ethers. You see, then money isn't going to matter at all. You understand that, all of you, right, when you're in the space of manifesting instantaneously. And collectively, you're moving towards that now on your world. So there's also, while you're having your individual experiences, collective humanity is doing this as well. And collective humanity has its own identity, right? So each of you have your individual identities. Then there is the identity of collective humanity. And that integration that's occurring, the fifth dimensional version of collective humanity that's integrating into the third dimensional version of collective humanity with all of those bumps and aches and pains and celebratory experiences and then backslides or what looks like backslides. It's, it's all happening in tandem. And then Earth itself is doing this. Okay, that's the other thing. So, so so key, and this is, again, one of the things that's new and different. Uh, never before have uh, collective rates shifted from 3D to 5D in tandem with a planetary system. So Earth itself, the being, the collective being that is Earth, is integrating its fifth dimensional identity. We're not going to say her fifth dimensional identity. We know that you often refer to Earth as a female being, but the truth is none of you are male or female. You are all everything. You have male energy. You have female energy. You're starting to remember yourselves as whole beings now. This is really affecting your identities sexually, your identities when it comes to your gender. You're seeing suddenly all this fluid 
ethnicity, in gender identification and sexuality in on your world. Some of you are awakening to this. Many that are coming in are coming in this way already, holding what looks like a much more androgynous state, easily able to shift between their male and female expression. That's the true nature of who you are. Earth is that as well. That was a big, long tandem. <laughs> well, it's a great long tandem, and, and I'm glad you went into what's happened for us on a physical basis of, as well and, and reminded us that it's just all part of that integration. Um, yeah. And, and brought that in because that was, that's really important. That's something that always comes up, and the awareness behind it is, is always fantastic. Um, yes. And no, it's imp- I- oh, can I just say one thing on that? It's important for all of you. Please do. If, yeah, if you find yourself – um, experiencing something in your physical body, all right? So whatever. Um, take a look at where it's happening in your physical body, and that's an indication that you need to be more loving with that particular chakra as well. Oh, I've never heard it that way. That's an actually amazing perspective. Yeah, I just had an issue with my gall- yeah, I had an issue with my gallbladder. So immediately I defined it as a third chakra issue. And I began to work energetically with myself in my third chakra. So obviously I'm shifting my identity once again, and I'm in resistance about it. So that's my gallbladder, you know, my gallbladder screaming my resistance at me. So as I do that work with myself energetically, then the physical shift just happens as a result of the energetic shift. Uh, This is the Pleiadians. Everything is energetic in nature. Remember that. It's always energetic first. So if you immediately go to the energetics of the situation and begin to work with yourself in this way, well, the physicality just takes care of itself. That's so beautiful. It really can be that easy. Um, Nora and the, and the Collective Pleiadians, what I want to do is so we're running at the top of the hour and I want to take some more questions, but the what you've put together for Beyond the Ordinary, it's, it's such a great opportunity to go deeper into this conversation and, and to access more of this wisdom that's coming in. So I'd love to take a few minutes if we could review um, the package that you put together for Beyond the Ordinary so that uh, everyone listening can have the opportunity um, to receive the extension of what you're talking about here today and so much more. So um, I'd like to invite everyone who's listening, if you're listening to the replace well, please click on the special offer button that's on the webcast page. Uh, you'll find it underneath Nora's beautiful picture of her beautiful, bright, smiling face. Um, <laughs> and, it'll, and it'll take you to um, this package. And, again, it's brand new. Nora's has never offered this on a Telesummit before. Um, and I'm just blown away from today. It's just so I can only imagine what's going to be offered, um, what's coming up um, for everyone who participates and in this offer, which includes live calls. But, Nora, if you'll take a few minutes, and actually, guys, if if by any chance you're not on the webcast page or can't find the special offer button, you can also get to this special offer by going to beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash Nora, N-O-R-A, and the number eight. So, again, beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash Nora eight. And, Nora, I'd love it if you could take a few minutes to um, review of everyone what they're going to receive by participating um, in this offer you put together for us. Yes, definitely. Thank you, John. So um, it's a series of lectures, workshops, and conversations 
from and with the Pleiadians, Yeshua, Coleandra, the Lyrans, the, the Lemurians, oh, the Archangel Michael, and some other beings appeared along the way that have taken place recently, all within this year, um, and contained within those lectures, workshops, and conversations. There are many processes given that, that go much more deeply into all that we've been talking about tonight, John, the integration of the fifth dimensional identity, the manifestation process, the activation of implants, activation of higher technology, also instruction, much, much more instruction on connection with the guides, exercises given in how to channel, how to connect more deeply. And then as well, there will be two live teleconferences that happen on uh, November 30th and December 7th, Monday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And, and on those calls, we'll give a, a frequency and vibrational adjustment at the top of the call. And, and I, I scheduled those calls, you know, a, a, a good month away to, to give anybody who's interested in the package the opportunity to really take in all of the downloads and the recordings and the activations. So by the time the calls happen, you're really well-versed with the language and the understanding and then can ask questions based on the information you've taken in and then, of course, questions about anything else you have going on in your lives. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's, it's such a great offer. And again, Nora, I'm just, I'm just really, I'm blown away by what's being shared here. And, you know, what's so, I'm tapping into the energy that you're sharing and I'm feeling into everyone that's in the audience and I can feel you guys. I truly can. Um, and what's so exciting for me on a personal level and collectively for all of us is that everything that's being shared it's not like we don't know it. We're remembering and it's being reactivated within us. And you talked about that earlier on the call, but this calls for more and more confirmation of that. And so the people that are drawn to this, it's like you guys are so ready. You've been ready. You already know this. You're just ready to reactivate it within yourselves. And, um, and be it. And, and be it. And be yes. it. Exactly. And then what happens when you be it? Oh, my God. If you yes. guys are looking for miracles and magic in your life, it's, It'll become your normal. It'll become so boring that you're going to have to create more miracles and more magic because that's, <laughs> that's becoming commonplace, right? Yes. Um, it's, yes. I mean, truly, it's it's just such a beautiful experience that we're shifting into, and there's an easy, sustainable, efficient, elegant, graceful way to do it, or we can plug along in a different way um, and kind of try to do it solo and figure it out, but... Again, that's why we do Beyond the Ordinary Show. That's why we offer these programs because you don't have to do it alone. You get the benefits from Nora's experience, from her pioneering her way through this and her being able to tap in to these collective energies. You get the benefit from my experience and what I'm feeling. You get to experience um, the callers and the questions that are coming in that are very similar probably to what a lot of you guys are going through. So um, this is just amazing information, guys. And again, I'm so so thrilled that we've had you on tonight. Not, not that I'm saying goodnight. I just want to acknowledge um, that I'm so thrilled because of what's possible, of what's being brought forward in this special offer, guys. It's $97. There's a two-payment option because we want to make this accessible to as many people as possible. And there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
So there's nothing to lose, so much to gain. And if it's even slightly seen to your heart that you're interested in this, I just want to highly encourage you um, to just go for it, knowing that there's all types of different possibilities. And for some reason, um, it just doesn't feel right for you after you access it. But I can't imagine that's going to be the case. Um, so, guys, it's, again, two live calls. You get, let me see how many, ten different other items, finding your center from the Palladians, shifting into the vibration, um, deepening the integration from the Palladians, heart-centered actions, uh, toning to alter physical experiences. That must be amazing. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about this. Also, you also bring in energy from the fairies, which is so fun. Yes. Um, and so... And so, um, how do would I? Would you like it? to hear um, from? Would you like to hear from Kaliandra? <laughs> I would love to hear from Kaliandra. Okay, hold on, hold on one second. <laughs> and so, before Kaliandra comes in, guys, it's it's so it's so playful and kind of um, oh God, what can I think of it? It's like it's mischievous kind of, but not yeah. really. It's just fun. It's like yeah. it's it's so cool, and you can feel it. But again, that's part of what's in this offer, also. And again, take advantage of this. All you guys have to do is click on the special offer button. It'll take you to the checkout page. It's a super simple process to check out, and you can start enjoying the downloads right away as you prepare for those two live calls that are going to happen um, in a few weeks. Um, so, yes, Kalaandra. This is Kalaandra. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> Greetings. Oh, wonderful to have you here with us. Yes, we are happy to be here as well. And I say we because there are many fairy beings interacting with all of you right now. Every single one of you has an aspect of you that is incarnated as fairy. And when we say fairy, we want you to dismiss the image you have of the winged miniature little being because that is not our true expression. We are fifth dimensional beings. We are who you are becoming. We are your guides into the fifth dimension, and we are able to access you like no other being can because there was a period of time on your world when we lived together, when you interacted physically with beings who you knew to be fairy, and that at some point in our history with all of you, we ascended to the fifth dimension. We took ourselves up into this vibratory rate. Okay, so we're not far away from you. The fifth dimension is not someplace far, far away like a star in the distance. Put your hand on your skin, right on your arm or wherever you want. Put your hand right there. So you see where your hand is? That's where the fifth dimension is. It's there. It's right here. And the sixth and the seventh and the eighth and the ninth and the tenth and the eleventh, all layered just like that, you can move your arms through all of the dimensions right now and touch all of that energy. This is what fifth dimensional access gives you. It gives you that openness, that understanding. So we would recommend that you invite us into your life, that you invite us into your homes, that you invite us into your creative projects and endeavors because we will not intrude. We appreciate an invitation. And what you will find if you do invite us in is that initially you may find 
a little bit of a reorganization happens in your lives. <laughs> so you may find things suddenly aren't where you thought you put them. You may see or hear uh, things occurring in your space because we really come in and work very directly with all of you at clearing up and cleaning out oh, remnants of things that have been stuck. And we help to highlight issues that perhaps you've been sweeping under the carpet that you might want to look at. And once you get through that phase with our energy, then we're here to really help you run more efficiently, effectively. Yes, you know, this is Nora. When I, when I, I, I was given that suggestion a long time ago to invite the fairies into my space and did. And, um, Boy, John and I had a couple of fights. My husband John and I had a couple of fights during during those that period of time, a couple of weeks that that really helped us pinpoint some things that were going on that we needed to tend to in ourselves. Because you know, it's always about it's always about the individual. Whatever you're fighting with the other person about, it's not about them ever. Remember that, all of you. Uh, yes, this is the Pleiadians here. You always want to do that in your relationships. You know, you have a fight and it's always them, them, them. All right, well, remember, everyone outside of you is a reflection of you. So it's really uh, me, me, me. You're getting in touch with there. Yes, this is where so the fairies really helped with that. And, and I have found now... Yeah, every time I need to move, anytime I need to do something where I feel like I have to express some extra or additional energy to get it done, as soon as I call on the fairies for help, everything just feels much easier and lighter and simpler and magical. Oh, and that's and again, what's also just so great about that number is that you remind us that we can call in that help. It's available to us. We're never alone. We never have to be stuck in it. We have access to assistance to really guide us through the minutiae of the 3D realities and get us to that 50 perspective that where it feels more heart-centered. It feels more right. It doesn't feel as chaotic and confusing, right? Yes. And I will tell you, since establishing direct contact with my guide, Mirando, there has never, ever been a second since that I have been able to talk myself into believing that I am alone. I can't do it anymore. Wow. I cannot run I can't run that experience anymore. You cannot you know, can't outrun that love. No. No. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Hey, Nora, I want to mention something. We're getting some people writing in that they're getting into error code when they go on the special offer. Um for anyone who's trying to purchase if you're having any issues, if you can refresh your web page, um it should work. Uh, but if you do have any issues, please please write it in to us and, and let us know, and we'll be sure to guide you there. Uh, you don't want to miss a special offer. Um, and, again, you can click on the special offer link. If it takes you to an error page, refresh your page, and I think it will pop back up for you. Um, and you can get to the offer page also by going to beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash Nora, N-O-R-A, and number eight, Nora eight. Um, and, Nora, with that, can I take another live question? You can, but, you know, I'll just, if I can just comment here. So as a co-creator, what I was aware of, John, as you were talking about um, the error code coming up as people were oh, trying yeah. to access, that's, that would be a manifestation of my issues around receiving. So as a co-creator being, I'm just sharing clearly with you all, that's one of my big issues that I continue 
to work on allowing myself to open up and receive. Um, oh, so yeah, just I'm just sharing that. That's, 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 I love that you shared that, and and actually, God, this is so awesome because it brings me to the question because I don't have issues receiving like this, and so I'm wondering when oh, you have two people who, who when you have two people that are co-creating, it's like is there a point that because of the intention is really benevolent and it's really for a higher purpose, is it possible for one energy to help to vibrate Absolutely. the other one up? Absolutely, yes. Uh, this is the plain yeah. here. Absolutely, John. That's right. So because you're, you don't carry that issue in the way that Nora does, you're facilitating her healing process right now unconsciously as the co-creator of this experience, yes. Oh, I love it. And again, and because the intention is aligned, we're really a bigger purpose. We're really here to share this with all of y'all that are listening to this call. And because yes. my intention is to, is to give you the tools that I know are going to help uh, during this process, during this transition as you continue to grow, um, it just aligns so beautifully. Now, if my intention were greed and manipulation and all that, I don't think it would work. It might work I, for I a short while, but it wouldn't hold. Yes, um, so this I, is a I, it wouldn't. We would say, John, it wouldn't work for you. There are others that it has worked for because that was simply the karmic path they were on. They wanted to play with greed and see what it was like. But ultimately, what you're going to find in anybody who's operating from a place of greed is a deep well of loneliness that can never be satisfied. So they may have amassed billions of dollars but if they're running greed under the surface, they're going to feel alone, disconnected, like it's never enough. And you see that on your world, those who are operating oh, yeah. from greed. They feel like they never have enough. Well, it's not money, really, that they're looking for. It's that love energy. That's why it's so important for you all to really get that anybody who is operating from what you would call a dark place, is only doing so as a result of trauma. So look at those people that you've got so clearly representing this on your world right now. Think of the monsters and the villains and the greedy bastards. Think about them right now, all right? Take a breath and access the traumatized being that is sitting within the costume of the greedy bastard. And give yourself permission to send a transmission of unconditional love to that traumatized being because that traumatized being is also you because you are all one. And this is how you begin to effectively operate as collective creators, not just co-creators, but collective creators. Yeah, that's great. And again, it's we're being so encapsulated Incapacitated. Oh, I can't even say it. enabled. <laughs> we're, being so em- we're being so empowered um, to shine our love and our light. Also, um, that yeah. we really have the ability to transcend that and to um, bring truth to what's really coming in. And, and again, I just love that you're bringing that into our awareness again. We've known it, but we've forgotten over yeah. time when people are coming from that space. They're just looking for more love, and they don't know how to access it. And, guys, yes, that, that's right. that, puts, that puts all of you who are in that loving state, who are shining your light, who have those clear intentions, um, really in a position of, of power 
um, from the most divine space that's available. So it's um, th- think about that and and let that in to know just how powerful you really are of your love and your light. Um, gosh, Lord, this has been so amazing, and I can go on and on forever with you because this is it just <laughs> wants to continue growing and, and the conversation wants to expand. But guys, we're going to run the replay all weekend long. I think we're going to run a special replay also. Um, here pretty soon also because this information is just too fantastic uh, not to share it with as many people as possible. Um, so the replay link will go out a little bit later this evening. Um, you can always access our replays by going to beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash replay. Take advantage of the special offer. It, it's This is, again, I'm just blown away. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, oh, you thank can get, you, John. Yeah, you can, guys, you can get to the special offer by clicking on the special offer button on the webcast page. If any of y'all are still having issues accessing the special offer, best way to get there is go to our live page, beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash live, and click on the special offer button there, and um, it, that for sure is working. There's maybe something that's um, ginned up a little bit on the URL that I gave you, but we'll try to fix that quickly also. Um, and in the meantime, guys, again, this take advantage of the special offer. It's $97, two-payment option, 30-day money-back guarantee, um, and amazing, amazing, amazing content, um, which is which – is, I, just, I just can't wait for more people to take this. Um, and with that, Nora, I just want to thank you for your time, your energy, your love, your willingness to be a trailblazer um, in accessing all this information and sharing it with the world. It's, it's beautiful to witness. Um, and just amazing to co-create with you here tonight. Thank you so much, John, for your Mm. beautiful work and service and for holding space in the way that you do and for all of the love that you bring through. It's so evident to me what an incredibly beautiful, loving being you are and was from the, actually from the second I got your invitation to be on the show. When I got your invitation, I had an immediate yes in my body as I experienced your energy. So I want to share that with you. And thank you so much for all Aww. of you listening. <laughs> thank you so much for all of you who are listening tonight. You know, you are active participants in this process, actively co-creating this experience with me and the Pleiadians and all the other beings and John. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is the Pleiadians here. We love you. We love you. We love you. We are always available to you. Just take a breath. Feel us with you and any of the other beings you desire to have contact with. Yes, I love you all as well. Thank you, John. I love you. Uh, I love you too. And again, everyone listen, I couldn't sum it up any better than the one that Um And so with that, I'll just send you all a huge hug from my end. Um, know that I love you as well, and it's it's just so wonderful uh, to be in this with all of you. So thank you for your time, your energy, your light, your love. Um, you guys are amazing. Um, have a fantastic evening, and I look forward to seeing you on the next call. Good night. Remember, remember.